Hey, and welcome again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. Uh, so glad to have you join me as we continue to walk through the book of John. And, uh, and we're in John chapter 5. And what we saw yesterday is we saw this, this man who has been lame. He's been an invalid for 38 years. We saw that Jesus healed him. Now, upon healing him, Jesus caused a, a controversy, and, and over the next few days, we're going to dig into that controversy more, because he told the man to get up and take up his mat and walk. And this man, he violated the, the Jewish code. Really, he, he was considered violating the, the Sabbath, but it wasn't the Sabbath he was violating. It was the Jewish code that said on the Sabbath, you could not carry something from one place to another. And that's what this man was doing. This man who has been lame invalid for 38 years. Well, we see the Jewish leaders, they, they, uh, they're not fans about this. And so they question the man and the man says, well, you know, I just was doing what the man who healed me told me to do. Let's pick up our, our text today. And we're going to see Jesus come back and interact with this man again. And what we're going to find is Jesus has, he has interacted with this man in a miraculous way. He has performed a sign, a sign that points to who he is. And, uh, and now this sign is going to come with some instructions and, and actually some warning. So let's look at the text here. Uh, we're going to just look at two verses today. I know it says through 18, but I'm going to stop at verse 16 today. And we'll pick up at 17 and 18 next, uh, next time around. So verse 14 of John chapter 5, it says, Afterward, Jesus found him, the man who was healed, in the temple and said to him, See, you are well. Sin no more that nothing worse may happen to you. The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had healed him. This was why the Jews were persecuting Jesus, because he was doing these things on the Sabbath. Now, yesterday we, we looked at the idea of him doing things on the Sabbath, and we, we talked about why they consider this a violation. Jesus is not breaking the Ten Commandments, though. No, Jesus, he fulfills the commandments. This is a sign that demonstrates really he is Lord over the Sabbath, and it really is a sign that confronts the religiosity and the, the legalistic tendencies of, of the Jewish leaders and their lack of grace and mercy. But here's what I want to look at today. Jesus goes to this man after he's been questioned by the Jews and, and he says, look, you're well, but look at these words. He says, sin no more that nothing worse may happen to you. Jesus gives this man a, a stern warning. Now, this is not the Jesus is my best friend kind of feel. This is rather Jesus is speaking directly, warning the man. He says, sin no more that something worse does not happen to you. What, what worse fate could happen to this man? Is Jesus saying that this man, that he will become lame again? Maybe this time around you'll be lame and blind. What, what is Jesus communicating to this man? Jesus is warning this man of eternal judgment. He is warning this man of, of a fate that is far worse than a, a, a life on earth dealing with maybe not being able to walk. He's talking about an eternity separated from God in, in hell. He warns this man. Now, it's interesting because this man may not actually take this warning very seriously. This man has been pressured by the religious leaders. And so what does he do? He says, the man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who healed him. And this is why the Jews were persecuting Jesus. So Jesus warns him. And we don't know much more than what the man's actions say. 
We don't know if he he bumped into the Jewish leaders and they grilled him again. But what, what his actions seem to say is that, that he went away from Jesus and he went and found the Jews and he told them, that's the guy, that, that Jesus, that's the guy that did it. Maybe he's trying to get the heat off of his back and, and he recognizes that if he points out Jesus, then, then the Jews won't be questioning him. Maybe he can shift the blame. But here's the, here's the concerning part. He does this right after Jesus warns him, likely warning him of eternity. This is, this is the ancient way for our modern day that I want us to consider. How often do we experience the goodness of Jesus without believing in his identity? How often do we experience the blessings of, of the Christian life, of Christian community, of Christian morality, of, of Christian generosity, all of the good things that Jesus gives through his church oftentimes. Uh, many people, they, they, they are magnetized towards the church. They gravitate towards the church because there are so many good things that happen. I mean, there is a community to support and encourage and care for. There is love. There is grace. There is oftentimes worship and things that move someone in, in an emotional way. These are all good things. But listen, do we sometimes make the same mistake that this man might have made? Do we make the mistake of, of experiencing the goodness of Jesus, but not believing in his identity, N- not, not heeding his warning, saying, I want, I want the perks of, of a life that is adjacent to Jesus Christ, but I'm not actually going to trust in him as my, as my authority. I'm not going to follow him. And this man seems to miss the point he receives the healing. He, he is given a warning. And instead of realizing that this healing was meant to reveal that Jesus is the Messiah, he is the Savior, he is the one that's far greater than any religious leader of the day, this man seems to go and approach the religious leaders and, and in a sense, not, not fully grasp the identity of Jesus. Well, this, this might meet us right where we are today. Our ancient way for our modern day, I want us to recognize, I believe this is so clear. The more you live according to the way God's designed life, your life becomes naturally blessed. This isn't saying that if you follow Jesus, everything's going to be happy and, and you're going to be healthy and wealthy, but, but God designed life to work a certain way. And when we, when we follow his ways, we end up experiencing goodness. This is the fear of the Lord. We end up experiencing goodness. How often can we align ourselves with Christian morals and with Christian ways of living, but miss Jesus? I want you to consider that today. I want you to consider today, are, are you missing the point? Are you missing the Savior? Now, our ancient way for our modern day is to, to do some self-reflection. Why do you why do you uh, pursue Jesus? Have you actually trusted in the sign? Are you actually looking at him as the one who is, who is the Messiah, the Savior? If you say yes, great. This video, I hope it encourages you, it spurs you on to, to worship and to gratitude toward the Lord. But maybe, just maybe, you're sitting here and you, you might say, I think I'm missing the mark. If that's you, 
reach out to your pastor, reach out to a leader, reach out to a trusted Christian friend, reach out to, to us at Valley through, through the different channels. We would love to help you find, find your assurance, not in the good things that come along with the Christian life, but in the Savior who is Christ. This is our ancient way for our modern day.